Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Hello, welcome to another Winona Wednesday. Uh, today we're discussing the film Inf- The Informers. Yes. Based on the Brett, Brett Easton Ellen novel, Ellis novel, Ellen. <laughs> I just <laughs> sure, renaming whatever. him. His name's Ellen now. Uh, and he also had a hand in writing the screenplay, or producing or whatever he did. And it's like 1983, L.A., Hollywood, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know. And it's, it's like the and entire it, thing. And it touches on uh, AIDS, but it doesn't really say it or because nobody knew what it was back then. Um, but it it's kind of a, revolves around this kind of maybe mm-hmm. AIDS thing. Um, anyway, so that's, I don't know. Like it was another one of the, like, if you've ever seen any other or read Brett Easton Ellis, like I don't know what his name is anymore, but uh, he, he's <laughs> he has just too many names. Yeah, he's just I don't know. It's just all kind of the same. These rich, yeah. It's definitely it's white 80s, cocaine, which is one yeah, thing. Heroin, like, yeah. They're based in the eighties. Um, yeah, they're Brett. cocaine. They. Uh, they cocaine. They they, co- they have lots of the sex, have a lot of money. They are in Hollywood. They're executives. They're producers. They're the directors. They make music videos. Yeah. They're in TV. You know, they sell drugs. The main. I mean, it's hard to say there was a main character in this because but, there were so many different people. Like it's an this yeah this isn't a novel. It's a short story collection. So oh, that's kind of like. You can see that there's all these different stories, even though the people kind of link together. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's maybe a few people who don't, but most of them do. Yeah. Um, but the when I say the main guy, I guess I mean... The son, Graham? Graham? Yeah. yeah. He looked a little like uh, Patrick Bateman or whatever his name is from... Um, like well, you know, yeah, American, yeah, American Psycho, Psycho, like yeah. the that he had kind that, of like, character, slicked hair and yeah, like preppy, blondish, yeah, you know, whatever, hunky, yeah, I guess I don't know, <laughs> I don't even know, like yeah. the the main other than Amber Heard, like that main group of young people that was, mm-hmm. this was about. I didn't know any of those actors. No, I didn't. They were all kind of. Nobody, no names. Uh, you know the guy who gets hit by the car at the beginning, that beginning yes. scene? Bruce, I guess. Um, his character he's something. Was. He's somebody. He's somebody? I don't know who he is, but Looks he's like somebody. Bruce is. Like the opening scene, there's a party, and of course, uh, I guess there's like a threesome gonna happen, gonna happen between Bruce, Graham, and the, the blonde girl. The, uh, what's her uh, name? Chris, Christy Amber Christy, Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, right before uh, Bruce takes a step forward, he gets plowed by a car. Interesting. And Graham watches him die. And that's that's the opening scene. Um, and then, you know, the funeral happens. I think the the description of the film, it says it takes place over a week, but it seems like it's longer than that. But maybe not. 
Um, yeah, because Amber Heard, I she mean, jumping ahead, she gets very sick. She gets very sick, but um, so fast, suddenly. Yeah. Um, the guy but, who played Bruce has only been in two other things. Oh. Okay, never mind. Fernando Consagra. Well, maybe he's just a familiar face. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Fernando. Looked like somebody. Shout out to Fernando. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. There's the there's the rock star storyline. There's these rich kids who are, like, making music videos. So I guess that's how those two come together. Yeah. They make a music video for that rock star, I think. Yeah, they, they, make, they make one of his music videos. I'm pretty and sure. There's the Billy Bob, Kim Bassinger, Basinger, whatever, storyline. Mm-hmm. And that comes together because Graham is their son. Right. And Winona, it was Billy Bob's ex, like, mistress. Yeah. And that's her character. And she's a newscaster. She's also a newscaster. She's always on the news. You just see her face every once in a while. Yeah. That's Uh, almost her only thing in this. (laughs) Like, she's I think maybe she has two or three other scenes where... She actually talks to people. She also has a driving scene, of course. Yes. And she's looking for cigarettes. This is like a cigarette-looking driving scene. I was like, this is like peak is, Winona. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> I totally was like, I think Matt was like peripherally in the room while I was watching it. And I was like, she's driving again. <laughs> That's her uh, thing. Yeah, she was driving. Brad Renfro was in this. This is yes. So this was his last role. Yeah, uh, before they he dedicated died. the movie to him because I guess he died like maybe around when it came out. Yeah, yeah. His he was his character was so sad too. It was kind of depressing. It really was. Uh, his dad was a piece of shit or whatever he was. His uncle. His uncle. Oh, I, what's that actor's name? Rick M- Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Who like kidnaps a child and puts him in a tub, tries to sell him to some other people to try to I don't know why. Yeah, it's really horrible. It's really fucked up. But Brad Renfro pretends he kills the kid, but the kid escapes. Whew. Yeah. He lets the kid go. Yeah. Obviously, because God. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to be a totally terrible person to be okay with killing a kid. Um, Kim I- Basinger. Get Basinger. Alec Baldwin's ex. <laughs> she was um, so she was having an affair with the young the, Graham's friend. Martin. Who Graham was also like sleeping with, and as so well was as his girlfriend, as his girlfriend, and uh, I think Brett Easton Ellis. He was also, shit. and Martin was also having or sleeping over at um, the rock star's ex-wife's house. That's where he was staying at the end. Whew, so many people. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, I I could not figure out how she connected mm-hmm. to them. Like, how did Amber Heard know her? I don't know. Uh, Maybe they explained. I didn't know. I think it was just, uh, you know, just through it just all. Just somebody she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there was that storyline in Hawaii with uh, Louis Taylor Pucci, that little guy who's in Thumbsucker and the Go Getter, that, that actor. Oh. And uh, yeah. his and, father uh, was Chris Isaac. Yeah. Which is really funny because it's like Chris Isaac. Yeah. I was like excited for Chris Isaac, but he was he was a terrible guy. Yeah, he was a douchey dad. <laughs> totally douchey dad trying to pick up girls for him and his, his son? son. Yeah. That's creepy. Um and his son thought it so too. <laughs> yes, he did. I thought for a time that maybe the storyline was headed in the direction that the son 
was gay and the dad was like not cool with it or something because there was so much of him like trying to force girls on him and him not being cool with it like not not to say that he was gay because he wasn't cool with his dad forcing girls on him that was just awkward but like there was a moment where yeah there was a guy kind of hitting on him maybe at a Mm -hmm. bar though we're seeing it from a distance so for all we know he's just talking to him but there's something about Chris Isaac's face while he's watching that Mm -hmm. and then later he he like teases him about well it appears like everybody in his little social circle is like queer or bisexual or whatever so they could very well be as well yeah you know, but his dad, his dad like, doesn't, doesn't. I thought there'd be a storyline about it, though. Like, yeah. I thought there was something that was going to happen with the dad being like, no, it was just a lot of like drama anything. that it didn't lead to anything. Those two, like, it was yeah. like, oh, OK, that was like, their trip to Hawaii, <laughs> you know, father son bonding. Like, it could have been like a TV show. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the people that the dad was hitting on like I recognized one of the women at the bar like when there was the two oh, really? women that uh, her name is Katie Mixon I don't really know her from anything except for Drive Angry which Amber Heard is also in they were both waitresses oh it's a Nicolas Cage movie of course oh, there it is. I was like where is the <laughs> Nicolas is. Cage in this so there <laughs> but I was like wait a second Amber Heard's in this they were waitresses together oh. in the movie. anyway there you go uh, there's a a uh, Devo song that's played. And oh, they, yes. The dad and the Tim, they dr- jam out to Devo. Yeah. And it was freedom of choice. I wrote it down. Oh, yes. <laughs> the music was good. That, like, yeah. I mean, it, but it seemed so much like it was trying to tell us it was the 80s because, like, there was just a recognizable yeah. song after recognizable I'm 80s song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did I like, write down? They played the safety dance music video. Was played. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the. The the thing though with the musician, like he's just a, oh a made up musician. Yeah. So then they had to make up like eighties ish music in two thousand and eight or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't that good. Like it no. sounded too modern. And the music video wasn't eighties looking at all. No, it, it was it was nineties. It was totally nineties <laughs> looking. And like Matt was saying the production values were too good for it to be an eighties music video. Oh, yeah. Like it was just yeah. They didn't do a good job with that. Well, <laughs> that rock star was creepy. He was yeah. like, he woke up with underage kids, kids in his bed. Yeah, yeah. That they had to come and. And then at the away. end, he like, he did that thing to some that young girl. He like strangled her and punched her. Oh yeah, that's right. But we don't know what happened. Like, did he kill her? Uh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Like, she, yeah, she was waiting for him in the hotel room. Yeah, like, it was a groupy type thing. And then yeah, he strangled her, punched her. Oh yeah, yeah. he was creepy. Yep, it's just a bunch of creeps, or, like, I don't know, really know what their purpose is, you know? Yeah, like, they're, like, they don't know how to function because they were, you know, they're just... Too rich? S- too rich. <laughs> they're really too rich. They were not, you know, they were not parented. They were not disciplined. They were not anything. They, there was a conversation in the car with Graham and Martin, and they were just you know, having this, like, kind of almost existential crisis because he's like, what do I do? Like, you know, it's is it just Christy? What, what is the point of all this kind of thing? It's like, exactly what... You don't even know what your purpose is. Like, you don't because you're just so rich. <laughs> you're so rich. Yeah. The guy's like, you have everything. He's like, I don't even know what that even, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rich people, poor things. 
I mean, I don't know how much this is actually like the short story collection because when I I haven't read that particular one, but um, when I was reading up on the movie and the making of it, it sounds like, you know, the typical, like, it was going one way and then it went another way because of, like, the studio and changing directors. Because I think the other person who was writing it, the screenplay with mm-hmm. Brett Easton Ellis, was going to direct it. And then he didn't end up directing it. Somebody else did. And it, like, went in a different direction. And the move, or the, sorry, the book was, like, supernatural in some way. Like, there was vampires in it. Okay. And so Brandon Routh. He's like Superman or whatever. He was in it as a vampire, but he wasn't actually in it because they cut that whole storyline. Okay. But he was going to be a vampire in it. Okay. So, I don't know. Some Buffy vibes or something? (laughs) I have no idea. Or Angel, because, like, you know, the vampires in LA. Right. In LA. There you go. I don't know. (laughs) Angel esque. Might have liked it better. Who knows? (laughs) Brett Easton Ellis didn't like it. He said he didn't recognize his book in it. He said he recognized moments, but like mostly it wasn't mm. like his book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Did you ever see the movie Rules of Attraction? Yes. Did you like that? I don't remember if I liked the movie. I Did you read it? Read the book. Did you like that? I think I liked it. In that. <laughs> uh, I feel like I, I think got I, angry at aspects of it. I think I liked it when it came out. And I like but I, I think I liked it as a screenplay, but as opposed to like the film itself, because I was I yeah. watched it when I was studying screenwriting or whatever, and I was just like, oh, the screenplay is cool because look at this, and right. I broke it down. But anyway, uh, but the film itself is kind of raunchy and gross. Yeah, I can't remember. I had a lot of feelings and about it at the time. Actually, Dawson, isn't it you? I think I might have actually written a review on. Really? Letterboxd. I never do, but I think I did for that. I don't know if I'll be able to find Hello. it <laughs> quickly, but <laughs> we'll uh, splice my review back in. I guess if I looked up rules of attraction instead of mm-hmm. going through my diary, I might find it. Um, because, yeah, I was reading, I don't know, I like Brett Easton Ellis's books generally. So I decided to, I think I read that one. And then I mean, I, was I like, think I, I liked Shannon Sossaman pretty much from rules of attraction when it comes down to it. She was just cool. Who? Which person was that? The girl with the 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 the, the, the early two thousands hair with the side things and the. She was in another movie with Josh Hartnett. Oh yes, I know who you mean. Forty Days and yeah. Forty Nights, yeah. Which was directed by the guy who did Heather's, Michael Lehman. Just. How can I see what I wrote? <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Oh, here we go. Oh, I said it was true to the style of the book, but stripped of all the gayness. The film neutered Paul and denies him any reciprocation. So I don't remember what happened. But oh, uh, yeah. Because I like, guess Paul's character was gay in yeah. the book, but he really kind he of was wasn't. Also, the... No, he was in the movie, but they didn't. Ha- he, he didn't have any sex. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's full with, like, you know. Yeah. And it was just like they just didn't let him have any sex. There you go. That's, but, so that's, that's I guess, is fair. That's, I was saying. That shit is bullshit. <laughs> Thank you for deciphering what there my was review a, meant. There was a really fun scene though with um, George Michael, uh, on the him and his friend are dancing to a George Michael song in the bed. Ah. But it's like, shouldn't that lead to sex? Sure, that could have. It probably did in the but book in the or probably did in the book yeah. or whatever. But anyway, it was Ooh. only implied. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess in this movie, like I don't know how gay the book was but i would assume 
somewhat. somewhat. Whereas this movie was also somewhat, but not like mm-hmm. a not lot of overtly like yeah. it was just subtle gay sex, you know? Yeah. Did we see it? I don't even remember. Or was it just like implied? It was implied. Like, the, right. you know, Graham and Martin wake up beside each other. Blah, so blah, that blah. was the type of thing. Yeah. But I guess yeah. uh, I was going to say that was the same with the f- like male female sex. But I think you actually like Amber Heard was naked a lot yeah. in this. And she was like riding him a bit, I guess. I don't know. She was on top of him in them. Yeah. So we saw some sex. There was some sex. <laughs> Oh, no, there definitely was. Remember, there was the scene where they're, like, frolicking and she's naked. And I don't know if the guy, I don't think the guys were, but there was, like, guys oh, all yeah, over yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Billy Bob was so Billy Bob. Yeah, he really was. And he was, yeah, he was, he was so as... creepy in the bathroom when she was like, no, I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah, Winona. Winona. And, and then he was like, uh, you know, yes, you do, and I'll see you this Friday or whatever. He almost he didn't like, even acknowledge what she was saying. No, he, he just was ignored just her. Like, well, I'll see you at that party. And she like, they like, even cut, like, they even cut, they cut it so, like, he was just focusing on her lips. He was just like, oh, those are nice lips. I'm still going to pursue you. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit what you're saying to me. He was super It was, like, creepy. so creepy. She's like, okay. Yeah, and she, like, seemed scared of it. Yeah, so that's why point. she kind of yeah. went along with it, because it, like, looked like he was going to, like, hurt her. I was kind of worried for her this in that scene. Yeah. What? Cause he in had... the scene, like, oh, yeah, there's a scene where she's, I guess, taking a lunch break from work or something, and then she goes to this restaurant and sees that he's in it, and mm-hmm. then she just, like, leaves and goes to, like, some dive um, that's where she's driving and getting cigarettes. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, clearly she's trying to avoid him and a little scared of him. hmm Yeah. But, again, I think because it's kind of an anthology film, we don't really get to see anything play out fully. Like, that storyline kind of just ends, like, Kim Basinger's just like, Okay, I'm gonna go with you to this party, but then you're gonna come home and pack your things because I the whole premise with them is that he was with Kim Basinger. I guess he left her for Winona. He came back and moved back into the house, mm-hmm. and then decided he still wanted Winona and was going back after her, and but pretending that he wasn't. And so then Kim Basinger's like, "I see what you're doing." You're, you're caught. You're, you're done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're moving out. <laughs> and she doesn't even, she like goes with him to the party, but like doesn't get out of the car. No, she just like, like, he gets out and stands there by himself. And I think that was it for that yeah, whole storyline. That's, that's it. So who knows what that <laughs> happened there. But then, yeah, Amber Heard, did she die? Just lying on the beach there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no. I think that the, I, it was implied that she was just going to like wither away there. Like I think, right. But I don't think she actually died. But I was right. like, hmm. She yeah, I wasn't dead. sure if he like left her dead there. Like if she, I don't know. Yeah. It was too far away yeah. to tell. She must have known that she had something. Something. Like, yeah. Because the, there was a, she, she was watching TV and she changed a channel when they were talking about AIDS. Right. So she knew that there was something. So she's just like, yeah. I don't want to think about it. And she didn't want to go to a doctor, I guess, no. which is why she was like wasting away. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, what do you think this is? When she wasn't so sick, she was like, what do you think this is? She had like a lesions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then somebody else said her lymph nodes were swollen. And yeah. So she looked pretty terrible at yeah. the end. Yeah. They really had her gray. Very gray and yeah. like spotty. Yeah. So 
There you go. So yeah, Winona barely in it. <laughs> yep, that's. But I mean, not bad. She wasn't it. bad. She's, she's, she's fine. She's like fine. you said, she was peak Winona with the cigarettes and driving. <laughs> She's yeah. a cigarette machine, which I guess also placed it in the 80s. Right, yes. There you go. Some little little things. She used two fingers to press the buttons like with two hands. Oh. Which I was like, okay, it's, it's a tough one. Interesting. <laughs> tough, good choice there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of horrible people. <laughs> but I think we're finding that in some of these movies that they're just like horrible people. This did not get good ratings. It got like it has twelve percent or something <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. So, oh no! I was I read I saw that before I watched it, and I was like, oh, darn, <laughs> this isn't gonna be good. Sucks. Yeah, it was half an hour before we saw Winona, but like I think it was half an hour before we saw a scene with her in it. I think she was on the TV before that, mm. but I looked at like the time, and it was like. 35 minutes in or something where she finally like got to talk to somebody <laughs> and I was like oh, oh crap she's barely in this it's a sad time <laughs> oh dear Winona yeah I mean I don't know what to say I mean <laughs> this is around the time where everyone this is where you were missing Winona because you know we need someone to, you know Winona content here. Come on, you know. You mean like we were we were missing her because we weren't getting anything good yeah, from her? Or yeah, like the, well, because yeah. we weren't getting any, you know, noni films. It's so true. We're so pained <laughs> by what's happening. It's just so funny because when we started this podcast, people continuously were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how many, like, movies she's been in and, like, how how, like, right at the gate she was in all these, like, hit films or like films that we love whether they're cult films or whatever and then now we've hit this lull and i yeah like i don't know if we ever come out of it are you scrolling through her imdb right now to no. see if we come out of it no no i was looking at the informers <laughs> trivia okay um most of the film was shot in uruguay yeah i i wrote that down as well that it was filmed in la uruguay and buenos aires I don't know. Like, I keep saying, like, this is a sad time and feeling like we're going to c- dig out of this sad time eventually. But I don't know. <laughs> See, I can only compare this to Nicolas Cage because I he's the only other person that I've, like, dug through their entire chronology. And obviously I haven't made it all the way through Winona yet. But at least with him, if he's in a bad movie, he still seems to be the star of it. Like, now she's kind of these bit parts, so we're mm-hmm. barely even getting her, even when we're watching the movie. And, like, as I argue in my book, he's still doing something interesting with the film, and I'm just, like, bored, sadly, with the Winona stuff, and I, I don't want that. She's good. She yeah. could be in better things. She really could. I think this happened with the um, with Mike and Joey when they did the Keanu podcast. They got into some dark times. Really? Yeah. They didn't like some of his stuff, but I mean, it might have been hmm. the early stuff. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm wondering what you can't like of Keanu. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the we'll river's check in with so them good. Anyway, it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but again, this is like if you were to say that know, to somebody true, who liked true, Winona and didn't like watch all of it, they'd be like, "What do you yeah, mean? This She's gotta so great." Be some, there's got to be some bad stuff in there. It's true, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. 
Well, the next one I've watched, and I actually did an episode for the Keanu podcast on this because he's in the next one. Oh, yes. So is this, this is our second Keanu one? Because Dracula? No, we, oh yeah, that's it's true. I was thinking of something else, but yes. yes. It's in the future. <laughs> it's in the future. <laughs> so yes. it's, what is it called? The something of the Pippa Lee? Private Lives private of lives Pippa Lee. Pippa Lee. With um, Robin Wright. Pen. Pen, yeah. I feel I've seen this movie. This will be like my third watch when or I watch it. Or is she Robin Wright now? Is she Robin Wright Pen? She was Robin Wright Pen in the film time, but I think she's now Robin Wright. Yeah. No. In life. In life. Alan Arkin is in it. Hello. Yeah, it's another like ensemble cast kind of thing. I feel like Winona's not in the film with that many people. Yeah. Or in it for very long. Like I don't even remember if she acts with Keanu. I don't think it was very much. I I've it, I did see the movie, but I don't really remember it. I feel like I picked it for the Keanu podcast because Winona was in it. Mm. So it was like, and I think I'd already seen it, but maybe I hadn't. I don't remember. But um, then I was like, oh, darn, there's not that much Winona. So that's what we're in for is, again, <laughs> not a lot of Winona. Um, and a really terrible, like Keanu's a really bad dude in it. Oh. Have you seen it? Yeah, but I, okay. yeah, I don't remember it. Uh oh, uh oh. So yeah, again, we're gonna be like, oh no, we saw a lot the, of the, the bug one with Keanu. Oh yeah. With okay, the, so the uh, you're scanner right. darkly. The that's bug right. one. I love that. That's the salient <laughs> I know, point I know. for you. Of <laughs> scanner darkly will forever be the bugs. I was thinking about the bugs. What was I watching? I was watching something where bugs were crawling all over somebody. Anyways, it was a new like. TV show or something and it had like bugs crawling all over somebody and I was like see that's an example of a live action film where they put bugs like there's not real bugs crawling on him it's fake but it's also current who knows what it wasn't the 90s yeah and they did it in and they did in the 90s in craft the craft there you go it's doable totally doable Indiana Jones hello well, they didn't want, they weren't looking to make a live action film when they made Skin and Dark. They so wanted that's to all be there is to that. trippy. <laughs> they wanted to be trippy. Yeah. They he tried found this like it. style of animation that he liked, I guess. <laughs> but we didn't. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sad to think that in the next, like, in this one, we said she's not in it very much. We're sad. <laughs> like, and there's horrible people. I feel like we've said that in some previous films that we've watched. Yeah. And we're going to say it again next, next, uh, Damn. one on a Wednesday. So stay tuned. So stay tuned for more of that. <laughs> Though I think there's more meat to that film than there was to this one yeah. that we just watched. Though I think it's another kind of an ensemble casty kind of thing, which seems to be what she's doing. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right, well. All right. See ya. See ya for Pippa. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.